Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I'm a woman, living, breathing, experiencing. And the mission of this podcast is to empower business women to take inspired action to elevate their lives. I'm your host, Melissa, and today we're going to talk about upselling, cross-selling, downselling, and how does it all work together? So for those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome. My name is Melissa Barker, and I am a business coach that specializes in helping women business owners master marketing, sales, and scale with total confidence. And part of doing all of this requires you to have a strong understanding of upselling, cross-selling, downselling, and knowing when to use each of these things. So don't worry if you are a bit newer to these terms or you're not entirely sure what they mean. I'm going to start off this episode by defining each of these terms and then sharing with you my 10 tips for utilizing them. Because, you know, these are things that we may understand in theory, but the application is often what is missing. So before we dig in here to the 10 tips for this episode, I want to begin by defining each of these terms. And these are loose definitions that I think I've adapted really over time, but upselling is functionally persuading the customer to upgrade, whether it's a service or product, to basically get a more expensive version of what they're using, right? And cross-selling is when you suggest another relevant product or service that someone can do in addition, right? Or that they can try. And then downselling is a sales technique where you offer basically an alternative to the primary upsell that is cheaper, right? So this is kind of like your last ditch effort to get someone as a customer. And really how these things all work, and this is actually came up in several of my client sessions this week, was really around, okay, so someone has bought my program or my package, right? And now they are wrapping up, what should I offer? And this is where the question comes in, you know, if someone's an existing customer, how do you handle this? So for existing customers, my recommendation is always begin with the upsell, right? You want to ask for more money, not less out of the gate, especially if you've been working with someone for a while and they are happy with what you've produced for them or what you've been doing for them, right? Happy customers will pay more because they have beyond social proof, they have firsthand experience with you. And if they don't go for it, that's when you will try something like downselling, right? But you'll give it some time. So really that's kind of the practical application of how you use this with an existing customer. But with a new customer, you always want to start with several options, right? In very level of price points. And the rule is really only to have two or three options because any more is going to overwhelm your prospective customer. So as you're talking to them, as you're getting an understanding of what it is they need and what they may want to buy from you, give them a couple of options because they want to have that opportunity to choose. And so this won't really apply at that point, right? So the the real application of this is with existing customers, but for brand new customers, you always wanna have a downsell option. So before they get off the phone with you or before they leave the metaphorical room, you have something to offer them as a last option that's a lower price point. So that's a little bit of the theory, the definitions, but I really wanna get into 10 best practices around these concepts and specifically really around the term upselling and how to do this effectively. So tip number one is to always have the right upsell for an existing customer, right? 
And when I say the right upsell, I mean one that is relevant to them, one that is going to be really beneficial and somehow add to the experience, the service, whatever it is that they've been getting from you. Right, So you should not have a one-size-fits-all approach to knowing what your upsell is, or at least not a one-size-fits-all approach in how you talk about it. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is straightforward. Always offer the upsell. Do not make clients or customers guess about how to continue working with you or how to continue buying your product or service. It should be part of the way that you close out every engagement, every contract is with an upsell. Tip number three is don't be pushy about it. So while we want to have an option, this is ultimately something that they need to choose, right? And so it's really important that as you're providing the option, you make it that. You make it an option, something that would benefit them and you really talk up the benefits but you only send maybe one follow-up email about it, right? You don't wanna continuously try and upsell somebody who is maybe ready to be done, right? So it's really important that you give them the information. You, If you're closing out your call or your client meeting or whatever it is via phone, that you wanna follow up with an email, right? So one to two messages follow up with the right upsell, excellent. Tip number four, personalize your upsell recommendations. Right, So really tailor it to that specific client or customer, their needs, what they've expressed in the past, things that they've mentioned they would like to get. You really wanna make sure that you highlight your key like benefits essentially that are specific to them in your upsell. And so it's important to do a little bit of preparation, especially if this is going to be an upsell that is going to happen on the phone versus an email. You'll wanna have a list of bullet points that is specific to that client or customer. Tip number five, use urgency, right? You really want to use urgency effectively with your upsell. And maybe that's, you know, offering some sort of bonus. If they jump on that upsell and they buy it within 24, 48, 72 hours, whatever that amount of time is, that is correct, right? And having that urgency, that bonus, that additional offering is going to be really how you get people to jump on the upsells and how you get them to act quickly on them. So tip number six is provide social proof. So yes, they've been potentially working with you for a while or they've bought things from you in the past, but it's really going to be essential that you have some other testimonials or social proof since you're asking for more money, right? Talk about other people who've been through the program, who've used the service, who've used the product and utilize that in your upsell. Tip number seven is limit the price increase. Right. So if someone has just paid you, say, five hundred dollars, you don't want to give them an offering that is two thousand dollars as the upsell. Right. You really want to make sure that it is much closer than that. Right. And there's not a perfect number for this, but just be thoughtful about what the price increase is and what the added value is of the thing you're offering. Now, if you're offering, say, four times the amount of service or product, yes, a two thousand dollar price point would make sense. But it also, again, has to be the right upsell for that particular client. And tip number eight is to offer substitutes, right? So maybe they don't want everything in the upsell. Maybe they can substitute out something that's in the program or in the product, right? And give them that opportunity to fine tune it a little bit and make it their own. Tip number nine is Always be sure in terms of timing for your upsell that you do this after 
they've already purchased from you, right? You really wanna make sure that the, this is after that they have made that purchase, the deal is closed. You don't wanna be upselling somebody who hasn't bought anything from you yet in most cases. Now that's not a blanket statement, but again, in a case-by-case -case situation, you really wanna make sure that they have already purchased something from you before you do a big upsell. And tip number 10 is always downsell if they don't go for the upsell, <laughs> right? So you want to have the last ditch kind of option, not last ditch, that's not a nice way of putting it, but essentially you want to have a very cheap option and something that you can still keep them as a client or customer if they don't go for your upsell, right? And so generally as a good rule of thumb for this is if they haven't you know, done it in the amount of time where you used to create the urgency, right? So they haven't done the 72 hours, they haven't followed up on your upsell offer in a week, maybe even two, that's when you wanna downsell. So you wanna downsell around like the week one after they've said no or that didn't go for it timeframe. Because again, you don't wanna be pushy, but you do wanna give them valuable options for them to choose from to continue working with you or purchasing from you. So quickly reiterate those points, but those are my 10 tips for really how do you apply these concepts of upselling, downselling, right? So number one is choose the right upsell. Number two is always offer the upsell. Number three is don't be too pushy. Number four is personalize your upsell recommendations. Number five, create urgency. Number six, include social proof. Number seven, limit the price increase. Number eight, offer substitutes. Number nine, upsell after the purchase. Number 10, always downsell if they don't go for your upsell. All right, so hopefully this gave you some more context for really how you can start to think about selling and really effective ways to continue engaging with your existing clients or customers. Regardless if you are a service-based business or a product-based business, you always want to be thinking, you know, the term is your funnel, right? So how do you keep them in the funnel? How do you keep them engaged with you? How do you keep them buying from you? Because it's so much easier to keep an existing customer than it is to get a net new one. So really figuring out how do I make a consistent revenue stream from the existing clients and customers that I already have? And I also wanna mention, if you are looking for more free insight information around topics of marketing, sales, or scaling your business, I have opened up my Facebook group on well, Facebook, <laughs> formerly known as the Portland Women Entrepreneurs Group, has been renamed to be Empowered Women Entrepreneurs by Melissa Barker. So this group is now open to women and listeners like yourself, regardless of your location. So originally it really started as a place where I was offering connection and community and information specifically to the women who are attending my events locally in Portland. But as I've been doing so many virtual events and I've gained listeners on the Women Rise podcast from all over the place, I really want a place for you to be able to continue getting information and engage with other amazing women business owners. So I'll put the link for it in the show notes, but I would love to have you join the Empowered Women Entrepreneurs by Melissa Barker Facebook group. There's tons of benefits as being a member of the group. Some of them include, you get a monthly free live training with myself. 
It's a one hour training generally, and could be less depending on the topic, but it's a community voted topic. So if you have specific things you wanna be learning about, you can vote within the community. There's also going to be live mini talks, like basically mini trainings, 10 to 15 minutes throughout the month. On top of that, you can get your business featured in my business directory. So there's a business directory of anybody who's in the group who wants to get featured. You can get featured and so that way you can get priority when someone is looking for a particular service or product. And even more so, right? You get to connect with all of these other amazing women business owners. It's a place to share wins, to ask questions. And so I give tons and tons of free information, advice, and resources in this group. I would love to have you as a member. So definitely click the link in the show notes to join the Empowered Women Entrepreneurs on Facebook. And so with that, I want to say thank you again for listening. It's been great to see how listens have increased over time. And if you have any questions, as always, you can reach out to me on Instagram at Melissa S. Barker, and I'd be happy to answer your questions. So until next time, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking and check back the second and fourth Tuesday at 9 a.m. for another episode of Women Rise.